0: Lock Talk Radio Firefly Willows LIVE presents our live on air call in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern, or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willow's Live show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting.
1: And welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us here once again. <clears throat> this is our monthly call-in show. Fourth Sundays of each month allow you the opportunity to receive a reading live on the air. Sorry about that. (laughs) Needed to take myself off mute. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us here Uh, once again. This is our monthly call in show that happens on the fourth Sunday of each month, where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. My name is Hi C. And I am the host of a couple of shows. Uh, One is called Revolution, which airs on the second Sundays of each month. The other one I co-host with Charlie Harrington, and that airs on the second Tuesday of each month, and it is called The Amethyst Oracle Divination with a Queer Twist. Mm -hmm. You can find a little more um, about those shows on Facebook. Each of the shows have their own page, facebook.com slash C. And facebook.com slash the amethyst oracle. We welcome you to join us there, like the page, ask questions, offer comments, engage in the conversation. Also, of course, we have a number of other shows here on our channel, and those are all available. Past episodes are all available in the archives here on Blog Talk Radio and they can also be found on iTunes. You can just search for the shows, or you can search for Firefly Willows. The It will come right up, and you can listen, download, or subscribe at your leisure and pleasure. Uh, I do offer uh, personal readings and sessions. Uh, I've been doing that for 16 years now. Um, I I do use the Tarot as one of my primary tools, but I also draw from uh, the I Ching, from numerology. I incorporate a little bit of astrology. Uh, I also offer uh, consultations regarding ritual creation and practice, magic use and practice, um, all of those being things that can be used to help enhance your life and to help connect to and draw in the energies that are needed in order to create the future that you want, to direct your life in a direction you want it to go, to help things shift or change in you or around you in some way that helps you to move forward in the way that is best for you. So don't be scared of the word magic or something like that. It really is just learning how to understand and work with all of the natural world and all of the energies around us and within ourselves in order to direct it and use it more fully and completely. If you would like to uh, either find out more information about a session with me, uh, you can visit my website, tarotbyhighc.net, or you can find me on Facebook. You can either just search for Tarot by High C, or you can go to facebook.com slash tarothighc. T-A-R-O-T-H-I-C and you can also email me hi-c at tarot sorry hi-c at tarot by hi-c dot net and uh, you can certainly ask any questions or I'm happy to provide other information as well. I do offer uh, sessions in person if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, I also offer sessions via FaceTime or Skype or phone so if you're not in the, the San Francisco Bay Area that certainly is not an impediment to being able to do a session so if you have questions about that or would like to set up a session please feel free to get in touch with me. So, if you are interested in receiving a reading today, then I would encourage you to get into the queue. You can do so by either Skyping in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510 and that will get you into the queue. So I think we will go ahead and go to our first caller. And this is someone who is calling from area code 619. Are you there, caller?
2: Hello, hi. Yes, hello, hi. See how are you doing.
1: I'm good. Is is it possible to be someplace where there isn't as much wind? I'm sorry? Is it possible to be someplace where there isn't as much wind? No. yes so okay. yes now now I can hear you much better
3: <laughs> okay. it sounded, it sounded like you're
1: outside in a windstorm <laughs> uh, okay
3: uh, so okay I, see I have a question huh? all right
1: well do you want to tell us first what's your name and where are you calling from
3: okay my name is Roxana and I'm from California
1: all right and what is it you'd like us to look at
3: so, oh, do you see what do you see in my love department? If, if this will happen with people that I know already, or or it's not going to happen?
1: So, one thing I'll mention just in general, and I'll probably talk a little bit more about this later in the show, is we're getting ready to enter into an astrological period that really kicks off on Thursday and goes for about a year, um, which is a Neptune square Saturn period. And this is, it's a challenging period because it says we are able to move forward, but only if we are willing to release. So we have to move forward by moving away from something, which generally means a willingness to let go of things to recognize what has served its purpose but no longer has something to offer us, to recognize things that we keep trying to make happen or we keep waiting for but they never seem to, but then that ends up keeping us very stuck rather than actually looking or moving forward. So I just offer that because the way you asked your question was, uh, you know, about whether it's people already in your life versus new and that kind of thing, we're probably entering into a period where for the majority of us, there are going to be things that we need to release the grip on, stop waiting for and and just look forward completely and take steps in that direction rather than keeping one step backward and one step forward, and then ultimately kind of going nowhere because things that are waiting for us in front of us, we never really get to because we keep one step backwards or keep stepping back and then stepping forward, but that doesn't really move us towards those things. Um, The cards that have come up are certainly uh, very promising, but there is a sense that... um, I don't know what you mean by... I'm not, I certainly, very promising, but. Whoops, Siri jumped in to help us. Um, So the, the cards are very promising because they do represent something new and something that seems to be very strong or has this sense of viability for taking root and taking hold. But I think the key there is the new, because the very first card that came up is the Ace of Swords. And the Ace of Swords, aces represent new beginnings, new directions, new phases. So it immediately pointed us in the direction that we're moving towards something new rather than back to or waiting for something that is old or already existing. Um, And Ace of Swords tells us we need to take a new perspective um, we need to have a new attitude or come up with a new plan. So part of that is like saying Ace of Swords is like clearing the clouds so that we can actually see clearly and focus on what and where we're going. So this is about putting our attention and focus towards where do I go from here? How do I start to create or move towards new things rather than keeping one eye on the old and one eye kind of towards the new, but we're always glancing back at the old or what's already there and again we kind of end up going nowhere or being stagnant because of that the you know the the strength card comes up the five of uh, the five of wands comes up those two cards say that it's time for us to have a little more confidence in ourselves and to believe that we're worth more than perhaps what we're receiving currently And therefore, if what we're not receiving is not up to what it is that we are actually worth having in terms of relationship and love in our life, then it's time for us to, the Five of Wands says, stop struggling with that, stop fighting for that, stop getting embroiled in that, and be willing to move away from it in order to say, I'm worth more than this, therefore I'm going to move forward towards something that recognizes my value and worth, and actually offers me what it is that I deserve to get out of a relationship rather than feeling as if I'm settling for just what's here because I'm afraid there'll never be anything else again, which really is devaluing ourselves, saying that we think no one is ever going to find us valuable again. Therefore, I'll just settle for what's already here. The outcome cards are the king of swords reversed in the short term, followed by the Empress in the long term. King of Swords reversed, again, immediately tells us that there is a need to step away from or stop waiting around for someone that already exists. Because Kings, the four court cards go Page Knight, Queen, King. King is kind of the, the ultimate uh, peak of that cycle. And when it reverses, it says we've done everything in that cycle, and it's now because we go back to the page, which is the child, and it says we go from that peak and we give birth to a new cycle, which means we start to look at what am I going to create, what new is going to come about, um, rather than... Because the king, and this isn't a bad thing, but just the king represents the old. It's like the, the, the mature, the sage, the wise one. And when it reverses, it says... What we're looking for is not going to be found in the old. We need to seek out the child. We need to seek out the new rather than looking for or thinking we're going to find what we need in the old, which immediately goes to the Empress card, which is the ultimate mother card. It's a card about birth uh, and creation and and. So there's our theme that continues, which says it's time for us to move in a direction that allows us to birth something new into being that is what we want to see our world to look like, rather than trying to just adapt or reform or remodel something that already exists, hoping that will be enough. Uh, So like, like the Empress card would say, I need to move to a new house rather than thinking I can remodel a room or repaint the bedroom or do something yet again, hoping it will create what I need in the space, but it never is enough in the house I'm living in. Therefore, I just need to move to a new house so I can actually find something that offers me the kind of environment and space that I need rather than I keep trying to just reconfigure what I have, but that really is never going to work. So A, the overall emphasis here certainly points to there is new opportunities for relationship that are awaiting you, but you have to be willing to let go of and to walk away from and to leave behind the old rather than trying to hold on to it with a little string to wait around for it and think maybe it's going to happen, which means we hold back from other things to a certain extent. And also to start really having the confidence, believing in yourself and having that sense of self-worth and self-value that says, I'm worth this, meaning what I recognize I want from relationship. I'm worth more than what I'm currently getting Therefore, I'm going to stop waiting for and I'm going to start moving to what it is that's going to recognize my value and worth rather than holding out hope that what is already existing may suddenly wake up and smell the coffee and recognize who I am and what I have to offer. <clears throat> the 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 King of Swords reversed would say that I would probably want you to have made your peace with and left behind what is already currently existing at least by the end of the winter. Um, It would say the next air sign, which is uh, Aquarius, which is end of January uh, and into February. And then the Empress card says that what we are wanting to birth, what we're wanting to create, what we're wanting to see come into our life, in this case, love and relationship, the kind that you're looking for um for me the empress card generally is about the fall time period however there is a gestation period and there is there is a certain aspect of spring in it because there is that sense of when something is conceived versus when it um comes you know blooms or whatever so but that falls right in line cuz it says we want you to be free and clear of whatever is currently existing by around february Spring, you'll probably start to uh, do things or, or it's encouraging you to do things that start to help you feel like I deserve this. I'm going to go out and I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm just going to go out there and start looking for what it is that I want and say this is what I deserve and not compromise that in any way. Um, You may find that there are some stirrings or there are some things that kind of happen around that time, but that something would then come to full fruition uh, around the fall time frame as a result of what was conceived and gestated over the previous few months, which means you might meet somebody a few months before that, but then in the fall we would start to uh, go out. Or uh, we were casually seeing each other for a few months, and then it gets serious in the fall. Or I meet somebody in the spring at a party, and then I don't see them again. And then they come back around in the fall, and then we 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 start up a, a more serious kind of dating or relationship situation. That kind of thing. So, uh, and also that's also supported the strength card being there is Leo uh, for me, um, and you know Leo is around August. So uh there there would be a sense that it may it may start in the spring, but I think the spring is more about you getting comfortable with yourself again, having released and stepped away from what's already existing, so you no longer are in any way holding on to it, holding out hope for it or keeping one foot there while trying to still move one step forward versus two steps, two feet, everything moving forward away from. And then August probably is when things will heat up or when we'd really see something move forward. So That'd be like if you had met somebody a few months before August, maybe when you you start dating or they come back around or something like that, and then fall there's that sense that something uh more solid is developing
3: and I see um there is someone that is just a, has been a friend, and I was not sure if I like him a lot, but do you feel that it's worth exploring their relationships with this person? Kind of hesitant, and I'm not sure if I have 100% chemistry with this gentleman. And I've known him for a few months, probably, and mostly like a friend. Uh,
1: Do you know what their? sign? Do you know what sign they are? Huh? Do you know what sign they are? Okay.
3: He's cancer.
1: So, um,. uh, one, I'm going to say everything here pointed towards the new and stepping away from what already has been existing in some way, including this situation. Um, and then when I pull cards specifically for that relationship, in essence, all three cards say no. It especially says no to a Cancer because the... the um, Page of Cups came up reversed for the relationship, and Page of Cups is actually the card of Cancer. And so the reversal of that would say, this is probably not the person. And Nine of Wands came up for you reversed. Nine of Wands reversed says, it's not worth the effort. Uh, You're going to feel drained or you're going to exhaust yourself trying to you know, constantly think about this and trying to see if something can happen and make something happen. But then it, it, there's not a lot that's going to come from it because it's it's just not worth the effort. Um, but I would go back to the original cards. There's something new that's awaiting, but you have to keep both feet moving towards the new rather than one foot in the old and one foot in the new, which really doesn't get you very far.
3: He was asking me out several times in August, and again I was not sure about him. So um, yeah,
1: well, well, to me, it, time, it just you uh, know maybe progress. people it, get <laughs> it doesn't work. Well, yeah, and and to me, this just indicates it's just it's not worth the effort um, because the kind of relationship you're wanting or the kind of connection you're wanting isn't going to develop from it. I mean, you could still be friends; that's fine, but don't let that get in the way of you fully moving towards new relationship and love opportunities at this point.
3: Mm -hmm. You think that it may not develop because he doesn't like me or I don't like him a lot?
1: Okay, we're going to go right back to that strengths card and we're going to need to talk to you about your self-confidence and your self-worth and your self-value. You can't assume that everything is about not liking you or that it's something negative about you that is the reason why something isn't working or something is indicated as not necessarily the right relationship for you. This has nothing to do with you. It's just this is not the right person for that kind of relationship to develop between you and someone else. So don't don't make it something negative about yourself.
3: No, I, it's quite opposite. Actually, I I think that I am much more prettier than he is. <laughs> That's why I was not that much attracted to him. But he is a very nice. He's been very helpful. So it's
1: just well, I but, didn't
3: feel attracted with him.
1: Well, but but when you ask the question, do you think this isn't going to work because he doesn't like me? That well, because
3: then I I I don't know. If honestly, I don't know if he liked me enough to have a relationship. But he wanted to see me several times, and I just I rejected. I'm kind of rejected him. But
1: well, and this is just saying know. that's okay because intuitively, whether consciously you knew this or not, but intuitively, the the reason why you have said no to him multiple times is because intuitively, you knew this isn't the right person for me. This isn't going to be the kind of relationship that is right for me. And so, you know, and whether you can consciously think that or know that, intuitively, you just knew to say no. And this is just supporting, trusting and following that intuition is important here. Otherwise, you'll find yourself in a situation that is exhausting, that, you know, may... Um, be upsetting in some way because it doesn't go the way we want it to or create some sort of conflict or upset that didn't need to be there because we knew maybe this wasn't the right thing but let's go ahead and try and then it just doesn't go well.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I decided that maybe we'll just stay friends. I didn't feel much chemistry with this
1: person. Yeah. So trust that rather than trying to override that and force something. But the nice thing is... (coughs) Sorry. The nice thing is there's indication that there is something else awaiting you. You just have to be fully present for it and be fully moving towards it rather than trying to hold on to or, or, or stick around hoping and waiting for something that's already existing, which holds you back or prevents you from getting close enough to what's waiting for you to actually see it and experience it.
3: Yeah, and honestly, I'm I'm not trying to meet new people because I found it very stressful and I really don't have that much time. That's why I don't know where the new person can come from. I prefer well, to be alone than to look for new people, honestly. It's uh, it's stressful and I don't don't feel it's interesting.
1: Well but, but but everything that but everything that came up here was not about you putting a lot of effort into looking. It just means move forward with your life and that will get you to the place where you cross paths with someone. Not because you're actively trying to find and meet people, but just because at the right place at the right time for them to cross your path and it just happens rather than it being something that you have, you know, to you just are living your life and moving forward rather than staying stuck in what is.
3: Okay. Okay, thank you so much, I see, and enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, I think? Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome and enjoy the holiday yourself. Thank you. All right. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Okay. So I will just give you a reminder. If you would like to get into the queue in order to receive a reading, you can do so by Skyping in or connecting in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510 and that will allow you to get into the queue. So we're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we will be right back. My name is Heisty, and you're listening to the live on-air readings happening every fourth Sunday here on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E.
0: Firefly Willows.
1: Hi, C. I am here to offer you readings today as part of our monthly call-in show where you have a chance to receive a reading live on the air. These take place every fourth Sunday of the month at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, so I would encourage you to take advantage. Um, We have different people that are on uh, offering different types of readings, Uh, so I would encourage you to if you've always been curious or would like to hear um, guidance or information from a different perspective or a different type of, of reading or tool or, or just style of a reader, you know, then I would encourage you to join us each month on the fourth Sunday um, in order to hear that and experience those. So, uh, if you would like to get into the queue, you can connect in, Skype in from the show page, or you can call 646 716 5510. So, I had mentioned a little earlier that um, we're moving into a period uh, of uh, that, it, it basically kicks fully off on Thursday, the 26th, and it goes for about a a year. And this is Neptune square Saturn. And this is going to be a period when um, we are asked to really examine what path are we on, what's our plan for the future, what What facts do we ignore? What illusions do we create that perhaps keep us on the wrong path, perhaps cause us to keep trying to move towards or create a future that if we looked at it realistically, we would know it's never going to happen. This can be a challenging period because it may mean that we feel as if, A, we are having to give up some of our long-held dreams, visions, plans for the future that we always thought we wanted or that we were ultimately at some point going to be able to accomplish and achieve if we just waited long enough, worked hard enough, etc. Two, it may also mean this is when we recognize there are things that either keep us from being able to move towards and create or have that future because we keep holding on to certain things that prevent us from being able to fully move into that future, or we hold on to unrealistic visions and hopes for the future that get in the way of us being able to, to, to move towards a future that we can actually create and have. Now, I know there is that sense, that belief that we often hear that if we create our own future, then we can have anything, our future can be anything. However, if we thought, I'm going to be a professional ballerina, and we're now 50 years old and have not become a professional ballerina. One, we may need to let go of that (laughs) vision because it's unlikely at 50 we are going to become a professional ballerina if it hasn't already happened. Two, it may also mean that we live with a lot of regret, anger, sometimes we don't know anger at what, we're just angry because we didn't get to become what we always wanted to be as a professional ballerina. Uh, Frustration, self-defeat, and these are things that can then settle into us and become problematic because they start to become blocks or excuses for us not moving towards or believing in or considering even other future possibilities for ourselves. It's more we just live in a future of having given up on a past dream and I guess this is all we're going to have and we stop trying. Or we don't actually envision or work towards other possibilities because we can't see beyond or move beyond that dream, that hope, that vision, that future that we had uh, wanted or considered or um, tried to make happen uh, when we were younger. So, you know, with Neptune in Pisces, we, we are asked to really maintain a sense of compassion and empathy. So this is not about getting down on ourselves, hating ourselves, being overly critical, um, or, or looking at ourselves as a failure in some way, even if we're letting go of something that's not because we gave up. It's not because we failed but saturn does ask us to be uh well realistic that's that's both the 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 benefit of saturn when it is in is strongly impacting something it's also often the biggest challenge when it is strongly impacting something um and saturn is in sagittarius right now uh so we are Asked to keep moving along. Sagittarius wants us to aim higher. It wants us to look towards the future. And Saturn in Sagittarius is saying, that's great. However, let's not get so caught up in the big vision and the big goal that we feel stuck or frozen in place because we're paralyzed not knowing how we're ever going to get there or achieve that. Saturn in in Sagittarius wants us to just keep moving. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other towards that destination, towards that goal. But also accepting that sometimes the path we thought we were on may shift, may take a turn, And we may end up going in a direction or ending up in a destination or a future that we hadn't necessarily intended initially, but because we were willing to take the step one step at a time and just keep moving forward, we find we end up in an alternate future that can be just as satisfying, even though different, Because we are fully present in it and accept it for what it is, rather than living in comparison with, I ended up here, but I always wanted to be there. And of course, it also reminds us, and Neptune kind of comes in there, Sagittarius also maintains kind of an optimistic attitude. Um, And I think for me that probably Neptune and Pisces also, because Pisces is very watery, There's a fluidity there. So it also reminds us that just because this is where I am doesn't mean this is the end destination. Just because I ended up here doesn't mean I can't keep moving forward. I can't keep creating something else. I can't keep moving towards some other future. I don't have to just stop. And there again, it comes back to that idea with Saturn and Sagittarius, keep moving forward. So, Part of this period during the next year is really going to call our awareness to where we're feeling stuck, where we've given up or where we have settled for, and therefore we just remain stagnant or frozen rather than believing or thinking that we can continue moving forward. It also is going to challenge us to be willing to let go of and release some things that may no longer need to be there because again, if we if we come to the awareness that we have settled for, or that they have they no longer have something to offer us, which doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means they have nothing left to offer us. Um, we we do need to release them. We do need to let go of them. We do need to move away from because in order to go forward, we have to be going away from something. And this is that period of time when we are challenged by perhaps some of the more difficult things in ourselves and in our lives that we have been holding on to or staying stuck in that we now need to move away from if we actually want to feel as if we can move fully and completely forward towards whatever the next stage of our future looks like and you know but and it will be emotional I mean Neptune in Pisces is going to stir up those emotions <laughs> Neptune in Pisces also is going to be good at helping us to find ways of masking of creating illusion of escaping from things that feel uncomfortable and so we really also want to pay particular attention to issues that are related to things like drugs, alcohol, deceit, um unhealthy and irresponsible actions, because all of these things are are what we use to escape from, to not deal with the uncomfortable, to continue to create illusion and justification and excuse for holding on to something, staying in something, rather than facing it and dealing with it, even if that means letting go of it or moving away from it. Um, This is also a period you will want to to watch your health. One thing that Neptune is really about, Neptune, and I think with the Pisces in there, this also kind of exacerbates that, um, it's about infections. So, This can mean on a a physical health level, we may be more prone to infections if we are not taking care of the root wound of the thing that has caused. So it's like if you get a cut and then you don't clean it, you, you are more likely to get an infection. So what are we doing when we clean it? We are sterilizing it. We are clearing away anything that may be unhealthy or damaging or dangerous or toxic to that wound. Similarly in our lives, we have to look at, one, we are more prone to infection, which means we're more prone to buying into somebody's manipulation. We're more prone to buying into somebody's deceit because we spin it in our heads to convince ourselves to believe it or find a way to make it true rather than seeing it as it is and then saying, I can't let that infect my thinking. I can't let that become a toxic component to myself or my life. And this would also tell me that, you know, this really goes back to that idea, and now there are, surprise, surprise, there are scientific studies that are coming out that are supporting this that people have been talking about for millennia, that um, emotional uh, emotions and emotional states have a very direct bearing on our physical health and well-being. And they can exacerbate, they can cause something to... Um, become unhealthy or damaging or dangerous to us uh, that might not have been otherwise. Uh, So not only do we want to watch our health and make sure that anything that might um, cause infection or this would also say, you know, for the next year, if at all possible, make as much attempt as you can to not be around people who are infectious. So, you know, be a little more outspoken about your work supporting people staying home if they are sick rather than coming into work. Uh, If you find out that, you know, two members of your family have both uh, had colds or have been sick and are just getting over them and you're supposed to go over there for the holidays, maybe don't go and see if you can reschedule so that they're healthier and everybody is healthier because there's just this propensity over the next year for infections to be a little bit more, uh, 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 to to be able to take advantage and be a little bit more able to um, affect us. Uh, I would also really watch the world stage because I think that we may also find another infectious disease flare-up or something in the next year. Um, There will um, uh, likely, I would anticipate that we will probably see either a a, a resurgence of something that we thought had been dealt with. It would be like, you know, suddenly in the next year we have another Ebola outbreak. Even though at this point they think that they've, you know, Uh, been able to not eradicate it, but deal with everybody that had it. Um, Or there may be something else, but again, there's kind of that infectious disease idea. Um, And we just want to be cognizant of that, and we want to be taking preventative measures to help keep our own bodies and immune systems as healthy and as strong and as supported as possible. That can be simple things like making sure we're getting enough rest, not running ourselves into the ground, not being exhausted and then continuing to push ourselves. It can be about eating better. It can be about exercising a little more, and this doesn't mean you suddenly have to spend three hours at the gym every day. It just means do something to support your body, your health, and your immune system more, especially over the next year, in order to help be a little bit Stronger your body and your system to be a little bit stronger and more capable to fend off these things rather than to be overly prone to them or to uh, be uh, adversely affected to the maximum by them versus maybe we get affected by them but because we have a healthy body and immune system or our body is able to fight it off and move beyond it easier and quicker than might otherwise be the case. But this also includes not exposing ourselves to infectious situations that create unhealthy or toxic environments around us or within us. So if we find that we tend to be around people who are constantly negative, we're going to get infected by that negativity. If we find that we are constantly surrounded by people who are who, who take advantage and who take and take and never express gratitude and also never reciprocate, then we run the risk of A, that could be very unhealthy for us, just like an infection. So it says we're going to start to feel depleted. We're going to start to feel um, angry. We're going to start to feel frustrated. We're going to start to feel resentful towards those people. We may need to move away from them. Rather than waiting for them to change sucking it up and thinking we just have to suffer in silence or trying to force them to change, trying to teach them a lesson. Sometimes it's better to... And it may be that moving away from them, if they come and they're asking, hey, how come you don't hang around with me anymore or whatever, if we have the opportunity to engage in an honest and open dialogue at that point, That may be how we're able to heal the infection, to heal the wound, and then reestablish the relationship in some way um, on a healthier ground. It may also mean we have to accept the sadness of letting go and walking away because we knew that was just, it's like saying it's too dangerous for us, it's too unhealthy for us. You know, I might like to go to my favorite city, but if that city has had an outbreak of some infectious disease, I may have to just accept the sadness of not going to that city in order to not put myself in harm's way. So we can apply that literally, but also we really want to think about that in terms of the people we're around, the environments that we're around, the things that we may be doing or using in some way that is certainly not healthy for us um, because that's going to exacerbate the opening for unhealthy, infected, um, debilitating aspects to kick in and to um, uh, negatively impact our physical health, our thinking, our emotional state, our spirit, <clears throat> so I thought that perhaps we could just do a quick reading about this, um especially because it's going on for a year. <laughs> uh one, I was going to pull a card so we can ask. How can I best recognize and move away from that which is no longer needed, useful, or healthy in my life? And whatever it is, this isn't looking at specific situations. This is just the sense of how is it, what is it that I need to cultivate? How is it that I need to find this in myself in order to be able to move away? And then... I'm going to pull a card to say how is it I can fully and completely be moving forward towards the future that is best and right for me. And again, that isn't about a specific future. Some of that is up to each individual person to envision for themselves and determine what is going to be uh, what that's going to be. But there is a sense that if we can give over to I'm just going to take it step by step, but I'm going to fully step forward, even if that means stepping away or moving away from something, I will begin to step towards the future that I'm envisioning, but I will also accept there may be something better, there may be something different, and I will simply take the steps along the path in whatever way that leads by initially moving towards the future I'm envisioning. If I end up there, great, and if not, great, but at least I'm moving forward rather than staying stuck in something old or staying paralyzed because I have no idea how to get to that future, which doesn't mean then don't move. It just means then just take one step and trust that if there is a turn in the road and it takes you to a slightly different future than what you thought, that's going to be okay. It's just about moving forward. So, I'm going to shuffle the cards which you will hear momentarily. There they are. <laughs> and we're going to look at one. How can I how can I best Recognize what, when, and how to move away from. And then two, how can I best fully and completely be moving forward one step at a time, trusting where the path will take me? rather than needing to know the path ahead of time. So, for the best way to release, let go of, and move away from. Traditionally, this card would be called the Hanged Man. Uh, In this deck that I'm using, called the Japerizzi Tarot, it is called the Drowned. One thing that this card says is it is about patience, but it's also about taking the time to look deeper at something rather than simply looking at or operating from a surface level. So we can make excuses and justifications for things on the surface as to why we need to hold on to them, why they need to stay around, why we can't walk away from them. If we allowed ourselves to look a little deeper, we would have to start seeing the truth beneath the surface. And we may start to see it in a more realistic light or we may see that the Excuses and justifications and illusions that we create around it really don't hold up if we poke a little bit deeper. So it's that willingness to look deeper. And also, you know, with this card, it's about in order to do that, we have to remove the things that support or exacerbate the ability to maintain the illusion to escape from that which is uncomfortable. So whether it's alcohol and drugs or food or television or sex or whatever it is that we might use, pay attention in this coming year when something starts to feel uncomfortable, when you feel upset When you feel there are things going on and you're like, I don't want to deal with that and I'm going to avoid going there, whether it's emotionally or actually dealing with the situation, really pay attention to what it is that you use, what it is that you do when you're feeling uncomfortable and upset in order to escape from or avoid the feeling of discomfort and upset. And emotional, the, the, the emotional states that we don't like to experience. Because the hangman card really says, instead of escaping from them, instead of numbing them, instead of denying them, just sit with them. Here it's called the drowned. So, yes, it says sit with them and allow them to wash over you. Just be with them and just experience them. It's like we can only put off grieving for so long and then at some point we have to sit and just allow ourselves to cry. And we knew if we stopped long enough, then the sadness, the loss, the upset would cause us to break down and cry. And so we did everything we can to avoid that. But once we have the cry, there's a catharsis. We've been able to release this pent-up pressure uh, of what we've been working so hard to push down. Uh, So this is a year to learn how to be with and to sit with the discomfort, the uncomfortable, the upsetting, the things, the emotions, and that we generally want to avoid or deny or escape from. By doing so, we allow the catharsis, which then allows us to move on. So somebody who is trapped in their grief Finally, they have that breakdown. And then they're ready to get on with their lives. They're ready to move forward. But it wasn't until they allowed for that release. And that's an example of, uh, you know, it, it may be facing an uncomfortable truth, say there's a relationship situation, it may be facing an uncomfortable truth that we have been very adept at brushing off, denying, excusing, shoving under the carpet, whatever. This is a year where if we are willing to sit and really just look at honestly, objectively and truthfully at that relationship and the issues it has, we may have that cathartic moment of saying, I can't do this anymore. I can't allow this in my life anymore. I can see how this is having an unhealthy, talkative impact on myself and many other areas of my life, not just this relationship, if I continue to allow this. And the Hangman card is also a card that is surrender, which means acceptance. It's not giving up, even if we are letting go of something, walking away from something. It's not about giving up. It's giving in. It's the acceptance of the truth, the acceptance of the reality, the acceptance of what is, and working from there. And this is also a card that represents sacrifice. So this is a year where part of release and letting go is going to be the willingness to sacrifice things rather than trying to find a way to continue to hold on to them or make a space for them in our lives in some way. Now, once we have done that, (laughs) we have this amazing card that has come up for moving forward. And that card is the Six of Wands. And Six of Wands is the card of success and victory This is the card of overcoming our fear. It's like overcoming stage fright and just stepping onto that stage into the spotlight because once we do so, the fear dissolves and we are just there in that moment. And... You know, It's like getting lost in the zone or like the actor gets lost in the character. It's like they are nervous and have that stage right before going on and then when they step out on the stage and they just give themselves over to it, it's like they get lost in that character and they all of the fear has vanished because that fear is them and what they are doing out on that stage in some ways is not them. And when they give over to what can be and allow themselves to try on being someone else or being a different way, they realize that, oh, maybe my fear wasn't quite so justified or rooted in something real as I was giving it credence of being. So this is, in a similar way, in our real life, this is like saying, oh, I could never do that. We've told ourselves that for a long time. Like, just push past that fear, set it aside. And if it means that we feel as if we're role playing, then step into a character that is like how you would like to be and just try that on for size. And one way to do that is go someplace, be around people where nobody knows you. Because that way you can pretend, quote unquote, to be. A different person, or to be a different way that no one is going to question. And you can just see how does it feel? What is it like to try that on? And when you see how people respond and you get a positive response and interaction, you can come back to your everyday life and start to incorporate or start to be that way because you've seen, oh, wait. When I was like that, I didn't fail. I didn't get a negative reaction. It didn't cause the world to explode. So I'm going to come back and I'm going to try that here in my daily life. And that is one technique for doing that. Because the Six of Wands is so much about if we move forward, even if it means leaving something behind or moving away from something, If we move forward, we are going to find that we end up in a place of success. We are going to feel victorious. We are going to feel as if we have stepped ever closer to the spotlight we need to live in as our full and true selves in our lives, as ourselves, creating the life that we want. And one thing that Six of Wands encourages us or reminds us is we have to be the one leading the charge. We can't keep waiting for someone or something else to change or to create the future that we want for ourselves. We have to lead that charge. But the Six of Wands says when we start doing that, it creates a certain kind of attraction that draws people and other things to us that are going to support and want to be a part of that creation of the future that we want for ourselves. So if we want to be, uh, if we're frustrated because we feel like we're constantly surrounded by people who are bitchy and gossipy and negative and angry uh, and, and critical and judgmental all of the time, then we have to start being the person who is happier, encouraging, more positive, who doesn't do those things. This may mean we are uncomfortable being around those other people, so we stop being around them. It also means we will start to attract people to us that actually like or want that kind of person around them. So we then will find ourselves starting to attract and be surrounded by people and situations that are more positive, that are more empowering, that are more supportive, that are more encouraging because we led the charge, because we became that first. And I know this can be very cliche, but it's like you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. But it's true because it stimulates this fire that be, that's like attracting moths to the flame. It stimulates this fire that says, I'm going to start being this. I'm going to start creating this. I'm going to start shining this around me, radiating this out. That's what's going to draw similar kinds of things to me that are then going to help be additional fuel on that fire that are going to help to begin to shift and create those kind of things around me and before me. So part of moving forward means we are no longer waiting for, but we are actually doing and taking action towards something. And it can be little, it can be big, whatever it is that we feel we're up to. The key with the Six of Wands is we don't give in to fear. We believe in ourselves. We believe that it's possible. Just like we believe change is possible. Even though there are obstacles, even though there are challenges, even though there are setbacks, we keep moving forward rather than giving up or falling backwards. That's where I would go back to the hangman card. It would say... We don't give in to surrender as giving up and as defeat. We accept this challenge. We accept this setback. And then we say, okay, how do I adjust? How do I move forward by moving around? If I do have to step backwards, maybe that means I have to, I missed my exit So I have to go back and take a different exit in order to take a slightly different route because the direction I was going was perhaps not the ultimately right or best one for me. But that's okay. I don't feel as if I failed. I don't feel defeated. I don't feel I'm going to give up. I'm simply going to alter where the course is taking me by stepping towards the direction that path is going rather than stopping Putting down stakes, giving up, and settling for, I guess, this is all I get. I guess this is where I'm going, and I don't get to go any further. And that being someone else trying on a different skin is also very hanged man in a sense because the hangman says we need to shift our perspective 180 degrees. We need to try something or do something or approach something in an opposite way. So if I have been one way but it doesn't seem to generate the kind of future that I would like, then maybe I have to stop trying to keep at it and start looking at it and approaching it and acting in an opposite way and see what happens. Let me try it this way instead and see what happens. Rather than having an assumption of either... I'm not up to that. That's going to go wrong. I'm sure that that's not right for me. Give it a try. So hopefully this has helped a little bit. I'll remind you that this kicks off in at the end of November, November 26th, but uh of 2015 and goes through the fall of 2016. So we have some time to, you know, work through these things, to do some of these things. We don't have to do them all overnight. But we are probably going to be quite starkly faced with the need to do these things in very particular ways, areas of our life, situations, and aspects within ourselves. When that starkness really puts that right in our face, the key, don't try to deny. Don't try to escape. Don't try to numb. Don't try to avoid the discomfort versus simply being with it, dealing with it in a true, honest, objective way accepting the emotion of it, allowing ourselves to be sad for something that we're letting, you know, that we're letting go um, and not to be judgmental towards ourselves nor towards others. The choices they make and the things that they do, we don't get to then turn around and just be judgmental about them so that we can feel superior or holier than thou or whatever. We simply look at it and say, this is not what is right for me. Therefore, I'm going to step in the direction I need to. And I'm not going to pass judgment on the people, places, things that I may be stepping away from. I'm simply going to stay focused on what is right for me and move in the direction I need to. So I will leave you with that. We're going to take a quick break. I will remind you, if you would like to get into the queue for a reading, you can connect or Skype in from the show page, or you can call 646-716-5510, and that will get you into the queue. And we will be back after this for some more readings.
4: Je ne sais plus sur quel pied danser Tout comme les stations de métro Pour toi je ne suis qu'un numéro Tu me rends ouf, tu me pousses à bout T'as manqué tous nos rendez-vous Tu m'as donné tellement de coups Que je vais finir comme debout Je ne je suis dépassé Ce que tu fais, c'est déplacer Je lui où t'es dépassé C'est assez c'est trop Moi j'abandonne. Moi Oh j'abandonne, là c'est trop Oh j'abandonne, oh j'abandonne, eh, eh. oh j'abandonne eh. Tu sais c'est pas pour te vaincre, pour te le dire j'ai tout essayé Tu passes ta vie à me stresser, je vais finir par te laisser on essaie bien qu'est-ce qu'on t'aimait Mais là le mal est consommé Les mots peux même plus les trouver Dis-moi ce qu'on peut encore sauver Pourquoi je fais des efforts Même tes copines sont d'accord Qu'est-ce que tu veux de moi encore Là c'est trop Oh j'abandonne Oh, j'abandon. oh j'abandon. Là c'est trop oh,
0: You're listening to L.I.V.E. On-Air Readings with your Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. host on Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. Find out more at FireflyWillows.com. Enjoy the show.
1: Welcome back. This is the monthly call-in show where you have a chance to receive a reading live on the air. We offer this every fourth Sunday of each month. And I also will let you know my name is Hi C, and I am the host of a couple of shows here on our channel. Uh, One is called Revolution, the other one called The Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist. And both of those shows also offer call-in segments where you can call in for a reading as well. So there are multiple opportunities throughout the month for you to be able to receive a reading. Uh, And if you do receive a reading or if you're just curious about what readings are like, all of our shows are uh, located in the archives here on Blog Talk Radio. You can also find them on iTunes. Uh, you can just do a quick search for Firefly Willows or for the show names, Revolution with High c or the Amethystorical or the other shows, and they will pop right up for you there as well. Uh, if you would like to inquire about a private session with me for a more in-depth and expanded reading, you can find information at tarotbyhiesee.net. Uh, you can email me, c at net. Or you can find me on Facebook, Um, just either search for Tarot by High C or go to facebook.com slash Tarot High C, and you can like the page, you can send me a message there, uh, and I will be happy to talk to you about that. I offer in-person readings for people in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I also offer readings via FaceTime, Skype, or phone to anywhere in the world um, or beyond. I tap into SETI, and I can offer you a reading elsewhere in the universe. Uh, So I would be happy to hear from you, to give you more information, or to set up a session. Uh, The last thing I wanted to uh, do for the show today, um, in the U.S., this coming week, is our annual holiday of Thanksgiving. So I just thought I would pull a card to say how is it that I can best experience and express gratitude at this time? And always remember, whenever you hear a reading, um, whether it's for yourself or you hear somebody else's reading or whatever, you're hearing it at the right time. You're hearing what you need in that moment. So it doesn't matter when this show airs. It's more important when you hear this, you're needing to hear this in that moment. So whenever you hear this, this is Indicating to us, this is how I need to receive and express gratitude and experience gratitude at this time. And the card that came up is the reversed chariot card. So this says, I need to slow down. It may mean I need to slow down long enough to write a handwritten thank you note to someone. Rather than just whipping off a quick email that says thanks or sending a quick text with a funny little gif that says thanks. It may mean slowing down long enough in order to express in more detail the gratitude of why and what it is that you're grateful for to that person rather than just a simple thanks. It may mean slowing down long enough to cultivate an actual practice of gratitude One way to do that, for example, would be to take a complete moon cycle starting on the new moon and going until the next new moon, which is roughly 29 days or so, uh, and sending gratitude in some way to someone every day. That means that every morning you might send a quick even, and I know I say quick when I was talking about slowing down, but the slowing down is really about taking the time to do it over the course of a month or a month, as I would say, because it's a moon cycle. Um, but it may be that every morning you send off a note uh, by email or you sit down and have some tea and hand write a note or you pick up the phone and call someone or you send a Facebook message or however it is you choose to do it. And it can be a variety of ways throughout the month, but doing it once every day, you make a point to make sure that you send or express gratitude to someone or something in some way. Not just, you know, you check out at the grocery store and you make sure to say thank you, but this is a more conscious and conscientious effort to identify someone or something that you want to express gratitude for. Now, it could be the checkout person, but it would be doing it in a way that is beyond just the rote you know thank you as you're grabbing your bag or whatever um another way to do this or you could do this in addition whatever is to cultivate a gratitude practice where you uh start a journal and every day whether it's in the morning when you wake up or in the evening at the end of the day or the middle of the day however you want to do it um but it's starting a journal of gratitude So that you list, and don't overwhelm yourself, but you list, say, one to three things each day that you are grateful for in yourself and in your life. And there's, I mean, both anecdotally as well as there have been studies that when somebody engages in this kind of gratitude practice and sticks with it over the course of time, it alters their health, it alters their emotional state, it alters their attitude, it alters the way that people perceive them, it alters the way that things happen around them so it's it's really, really worthwhile to do uh, you know one way that I have done that is I would um write down the one to three things on slips of paper and put them in a jar every day. And then uh, at each full moon I go out and I actually burn all of them with a a simple little gratitude ritual under the full moon because it sends all of that gratitude out to the universe. Um, The chariot card reversed also says, because the chariot card is about movement, it's about travel. And when it reverses, it says, You know, you don't have to go to great lengths. You don't have to go far in order to express gratitude or find something to be grateful for. So instead of putting it off, well, when I see them, I will make sure I thank them. Instead, why don't you sit down and write them a note in that moment and send it off? Because who knows when you might see them again? Who knows if you'll remember when you do see them again to remember to thank them for whatever it is you're thinking you need to thank them for. (laughs) Um, So it's that reminder that we don't have to go someplace. We don't have to go very far in order to express the gratitude or identify the things that we can be grateful for. So I'm just going to leave you with those two thoughts around that and around gratitude. One, slow down, stop long enough to take the time to express true gratitude, not just in the rush of I'm grabbing my bag and I'm saying thank you as I grab it and walk out the door. Two, don't put off or think that we need to somehow go to, travel to, or go very far in order to express gratitude. It can be in a simple, small way. We need to perhaps express it in that moment in some way, with whatever means we have available to us. So those are the things that I would want you to keep in mind during this season of thanks and gratitude and be willing to find a way to implement and cultivate a practice of gratitude on a regular basis moving forward. So thank you for having joined me here today. Um, I'm grateful for you taking the time. Oh, it looks like somebody popped right into the queue there for that last minute of the show. (laughs) So why don't we go ahead and finish with that reading. And this is someone who is calling from area code 469. Are you there, caller, in area code 469?
2: Yes, greetings. Thank you for taking my call.
1: Sure. I really, good on, I
2: really appreciate it.
1: Well, good on Good on you for sliding right in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your name and where are you calling from?
2: Um, Stacy from Texas. And if I can just get a general reading since it's like the last minute, just something that you just kind of pick up or feel.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, we do have... More than just a minute. If was there anything in particular you wanted to ask about? No,
2: not anything in particular. It's really good to okay. hear that last thing about. But thank you. That's really good.
1: All right. So we will just see what comes up. Um, what's okay. the day and month of your birth?
2: Nine seventeen.
1: Nine seventeen. All right. Well, so what's interesting? <laughs> um you probably needed to hear what I was just talking about, so when I ask the birth <laughs> okay. date, I use that to calculate a year number and a year card, and okay. a year goes from birthday to birthday, and it shows us the overall energy lesson theme focus for a particular year, so it's kind of the umbrella energy for the year
2: okay.
1: that that you are working with and under mm-hmm. so the the number for your year that started in September and goes through next September. The number for your year is seven. Mm. What what, what now why do you react that way? What what is your issue mm. with seven? <laughs>
2: oh no, it's not an issue because that's um I like that number. <laughs> oh
1: okay. I was like oh no. Already there's a,
2: no, a that's dispute a, that's between yeah, that I was like, hmm, that's one of those contacts, like an assurance and an agreement with yeah. you.
1: So uh, is there something in particular do, as to why you like that number or, or relate to well, that number? What
2: it, what it is for the last, uh, it'll be a complete year and this this month that every time I turn around, I've always seen my birth date. I see 917 everywhere, zip code phone number, grocery bill come up to nine seventeen um just everything um writing something I drop a book and it'll pick it up and it's nine seventeen or go to the post office uh get some mail, and it's like nine seventeen the weight of it, so I see that number everywhere,
1: so for me, that would say since you've been seeing that that's well. I don't know if you have this where you live. I I didn't realize this wasn't everywhere, but here in California because we have so much traffic, um when you during commute hours, when uh, the on-ramp for the freeway there are metering lights. So, you, uh-huh. you do you have those where you live? Yes. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. So, you 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 get on the on-ramp and then you have to stop because there's a red light and then you wait for the green light and then it lets you, you know, pull off into the right. freeway. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel as if you seeing your birthday was kind of like you being on the on-ramp and, and that was the metering light.
4: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, cause what do you do when you're sitting there with that red light? It's like, you know, you got your hands on the wheel, you got your foot on the accelerator and you're getting ready. You're ready. You're ready. <laughs> Come on green. Come on green.
2: Right. Right. And then, you know, it's
1: like, boom you go and so with your birthday happening in september that's like the green light coming on and boom we kick into the seven year
4: Mm. so
1: having been seeing that leading up to that was like okay get ready get ready Mm -hmm. get ready be Mm -hmm. ready because one seven is a number of commitment so it says this is a year where we're going to fully commit we're going to say where am i committing my energies what am i committed to and how do i fully engage and embrace those And what am I half committed to? I'm going to let that go. Where do I scatter my energy? I'm going to pull it back Mm -hmm. in and focus it towards the things I'm truly committed to. And the Mm -hmm. chariot card is about speed. And so it says I'm going to zoom forward at 150 miles an hour. No looking back and no hesitation, which is exactly what we do at the metering light. You know, Mm -hmm. if you hesitate, A, you miss the green light. B, you suddenly have a lot of people honking at you from behind. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And (laughs) See, <laughs> you can't just creep. You know, the green light comes on. You can't just creep along and, and then start to, uh-huh, you know, at uh-huh, fifteen miles uh-huh. an hour try to get on the freeway. That's going to create uh-huh. accidents and more people honking at you. Um, right. So this is not a year you want to be honked at. Um, uh, so <laughs> this is this is a year for really saying. This is the direction I'm going, and I'm going to zoom forward in that direction, and I'm not going to let anyone or anything distract me or pull me off course.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, I'm putting I love that.
1: Full energy into things. For me, the the chariot ear is often a little more oriented towards um, goals, ambitions, career, and that kind of thing. We mm-hmm. could find something speeding up or heating up, like if we had been in a relationship or we're just starting a relationship, it may suddenly start to to zoom forward in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily find love and that kind of thing as a predominant aspect of a chariot year. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it can be about really going after what you want. So, I mean, if it's like, okay, this is the year, I've got to find that relationship. It's like, okay, then you've got to focus your energies there rather than scattering them. You can't just say, I'm going to go after relationships when I'm not tired from work and when I have time and when I, I can fly. squeeze it in between everything else. <laughs> it becomes a mm-hmm. primary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great year for travel,
2: mm-hmm. especially
1: major travel. So if there's any travel you've been thinking of doing or planning, this is a really good year for it. It also says pay attention because what you may be needing or seeking may likely come about in some way related to travel. That can mean we suddenly come across information that we were looking for while we're on a trip to someplace else.
2: Wow. It may mean
1: we need to be willing to go someplace in order to get, find, or accomplish what we want. So if we're looking for our dream job and our dream job shows up halfway across the country, we need to be willing to go there rather than to say, well yes, I want my dream job, but only if it's going to be convenient and here where I already am. Right, gotcha. Uh, That's
2: so much space.
1: It can also mean uh, pay attention to people that you may meet who are traveling, because a lot of times a chariot card can also indicate we come across information or people. uh, So, like, we're out and we meet somebody who's on uh, travel for business, you know, from someplace else. They mm-hmm. may be exactly who we need to meet that's going to point us in the right direction or suddenly has information about something mm-hmm. that we could not find otherwise. We're like, I, how? why did it take me meeting somebody from Dubai to find information right. when I'm all around my hometown? Um,
2: that makes but sense. Hey,
1: but really pay attention to those because the chariot card says it's all about movement. So it says we're going to take action. We're going to move forward with that information rather than okay. brush it off. Okay. Um,
4: that's
1: it. It is. Love it. It is a year for you to really step into your confidence and power and courage. The the deck mm-hmm. that I use for the year cards corresponds them to Egyptian deities. So the chariot hey. card. <laughs> yes. So the I have plenty char- of
2: those. That's, that's amazing.
1: Oh, excellent. So perhaps you will know who mm-hmm. this is. The chariot card corresponds to Sekhmet. Oh, yes, yes. So, when you think of Sekhmet, who is Sekhmet for you?
2: oh my my hero very empowering,
1: so this says you get to be the hero this year,
2: mm, mm-hmm.
1: and you know Sekhmet is a goddess of war,
2: mhm,
1: mhm. she's also one of the great healing goddesses, but she is the goddess who brings the plague and mm. the healing That's so true one wise. thing that that says is we want you to embody Sekhmet this year. You need, as the goddess of war, it says, we want you to have the courage and the confidence to go after what you want, to have the belief enough to put action behind pursuing it, and to not be intimidated or to back down in the face of challenge or... Uh, conflict in the sense of somebody who may be trying to impede the way. So, uh-huh. and that can include people who may say, you know, I think you're overreaching here. Oh, well, you know, are you sure you really want to go after that?
0: <laughs> you know, don't,
1: it's not yes. letting those things um, infect us, get, in, get into our yes, heads, and right. cause us to back down mm-hmm. or to doubt ourselves in some way. Uh-huh. That's a good uh, word. And being part of both the plague and healing, for mm-hmm. me what that suggests is instead of us looking outside of ourselves to find the cause, the blame, the reason for why something is or is not the way it is, mm-hmm. the plague says let me look and see how I have helped contribute to that or helped to create that because then That's I can how see I how, how I, yeah, I can think, be a part yeah, of I the solution. That well, this this is going to be a very key year for you being able to put that into um, almost obvious practice. It's one thing for That's us true. to think a certain way, to believe a certain way, and, and it may mean that you act that way in general. But this year is going to bring very specific situations where you either put that into practice and show us this is real and you embody this, or this is just a platitude that you espouse, but you don't really live it or believe it. Mm, hmm. 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 So, questions about that?
2: Oh no, that is so on point. That is okay. just just
1: on point. So the the cards that came up just to say, okay, what do we need to know right now? The first card that comes up is the Eight of Cups. Now, did you hear the earlier part of the show before no, the graduate so part? No, okay, I didn't. I, I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to that in the archives because okay. uh, in the segment before the gratitude portion, I talked about uh, an astrological aspect that is kicking into gear this coming week and lasts for a year, which is the Neptune square Saturn okay. uh, aspect, and that's all about moving away from in order to move forward towards. And
4: um,
1: I think there will be a lot there that may be helpful for you to hear because with the Eight of Cups coming up first, the Eight of Cups is the card of emotionally letting go and moving on.
2: Right, right, okay. uh,
1: The first thing I need to do, the first thing I need to focus on is what do I need to be willing to release and move on and move away from? And it's emotional okay. letting go. So it says we have emotional attachment to it. Yeah. And therefore, mm-hmm. in some way, we allow it to continue to stick around. We allow ourselves to stay in. We would, we're would. afraid we'll feel too upset by walking away from But Mm -hmm. we're encouraged to do so with the Eight of Cups because it says there is something better waiting for us, but we have to be willing to move towards it rather than waiting for it to come to us. This would be like the person who's in a bad relationship, but they don't leave it and they say, you know, when the right person comes along, I'm out of this relationship. And then they just Mm -hmm. wait and wait and wait for somebody to come along to basically save them or take them out of the relationship rather than for them leaving Mm -hmm. the relationship. Because the Eight of Cups would say, there is another relationship waiting for you. But you have to move towards it rather than thinking it's going to come and take you out of this.
4: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, and that's followed by the Queen of Pentacles reversed. This, combined with your Chariot card for the year, combined with the final outcome card being the Three of Wands, really, and even that Eight of Cups, I think, also says this, I think that it's going to be very key for you to start looking at where you need to move to. And I mean that literally. Wow. That there is a move that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it's not just I'm going to move down the street. It's some, because the cherry card kind of brings that in, the Eight of Cups brings that in a bit, the Queen of Pentacles reversed says, I'm no longer in a sustainable environment or I'm no longer in an environment that is comfortable for me or has something to offer me. Therefore, Mm -hmm. I have to start looking outside of and moving beyond what I've known, where I've been comfortable, what is familiar, in order to continue growing and find what it is that I'm seeking or needing. And the Mm -hmm. Three of Wands is a card that represents travel but it's especially about foreign travel so it's about expansion and says i need to expand my boundaries and i need to move out of my backyard i need to go to some place foreign uh-huh. which is in some way different new unfamiliar um which may mean uncomfortable just because it's just like going to some place where you don't speak the language and you can be a little bit hesitant or have some nervousness because like, okay, am I going to starve to death because I'm not going to know how to ask for food? Um okay, right, but right. It, but, but there's a lot of indication here that says you're at the point where it's time to move on and that's probably going to involve a literal move and it needs to be a, something that is bigger in scope than just, okay, fine, I'll move out of my apartment and I'll move to the other side of town.
2: hmm I see what you're saying, yeah. Mm hmm. Mm
1: hmm. Um, I, you know, the Ace of Wands comes up in the position of what's the biggest obstacle or challenge. My first thought when I saw that was I would hope or I would want this move to have happened by summer. Because. Let
2: me ask you this. All right. (laughs) Would that include my spouse?
1: Uh, Well, that depends. Has, has, wow. Is this a relationship that you are, you know, happy in and that kind of thing? Or is this a relationship you've been questioning and wondering whether it's time for this relationship to end and for you to move on?
2: Well, this is a relationship that has done like a 360. So it's on the up and
1: up. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, that's fine. I mean, yeah. the, you know, because... because the, the Two of Swords is here in the short term. Two of Swords, uh, I mean, the first thing we have is a two. Two is about relationship. You know, so that would indicate that this is probably something that you would start to have conversations about together, that it would be um. something that you do together. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But there's, mm-hmm. you know, Sekhbet can be very forceful.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yes, very so.
1: <laughs> the, the Chariot card also comes on very strong. So there's a sense of you don't back down. You say, this is where I'm at in my life. This is what I'm needing now. This is what I'm envisioning for myself. And yes, I want you to be right there in the car. Think of the chariot as a vehicle. Yes, I want Mm -hmm. you to be right there in the chariot with me. But right now I'm in the driver's seat and I need to go this direction. So come Mm -hmm. on along. I want you there. This is not a rejection. This is not about leaving the relationship necessarily. Right. But gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know, we we want the other person on board. We don't want right. to be. Um, so so like the chariot says, you know, you're in the driver's seat. So it's it's not allowing anyone to to convince us to detour or to alter our course at this time.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. You know, sense. so so this is when when is your spouse's birthday?
2: Um, August.
1: 21st. Okay. So, oh, yeah. So he, is it a he or she? He. Okay. So he is uh, just as of August, he's come into a 10 year, which is about change and transition. It's the wheel year, which is about major change and setting things in motion. So I would say this A indicates he's going to be very open and receptive to change.
2: Okay. And mm-hmm.
1: that that making some sort of major change in this way is also extremely beneficial for him.
4: Mm-hmm. So,
1: okay. so certainly it supports both of you being part of this process and not you having to just like leave and go off on your own. <laughs> right. Uh, <That> <laughs> but um, just but, in
2: case, I'm ready either way.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh but I would come back to I I would I would want this to have happened before summer because I think you would start okay. to find a lot more resistance, a lot more challenge, a lot more obstacles once you get into summer and beyond in, in being able to make this happen as easily, efficiently, quickly, successfully as possible.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay. The two of The two of swords being in the short term. Now, the short term for me means the next one to three months. So it's what's coming next or what's the next step or the next course of action. Um, okay. The two of swords uh, is nice in the sense that it indicates we will likely have more than one thing to choose from. So if this involves like job opportunities, then this encourages us that over the next couple of months, we're likely to find more than one opportunity that we will have to choose from or to apply for or that kind of thing. Uh, Okay. There's there's two ways to look at this. Uh one, it can say the second week of winter, which would basically be right around the beginning of January. Um, mm-hmm. so I would pay attention to that time and really be looking at what because that may be a very key time because that may be when a lot of companies because the new year, the new budget, the new fiscal year right. started, that may be when like right. they're posting new upper you know, new mm-hmm. um positions and things. Um mm-hmm. and also because it's swords is air it would also say the next air sign maybe when we're making the decision the next air sign is aquarius and that's end of january but you can just think of it in general as february Mm
4: -hmm. but
1: that that actually makes sense because it's like if we start looking and seeing things and applying to things around the beginning of january this would probably say Mm -hmm. that by february you would then be making a choice either between i have you know two or more offers from different companies on the table which one am i going to choose or that kind of thing so mm-hmm. uh i think it will happen relatively quickly and i'm going to encourage you look for opportunities at places that involve some sort of relocation the the only other thing to think about with that could be that if the letting go process is leaving where you're working now in order to move to a new job then the new job, if nothing else, better have a lot of travel involved.
2: Right, gotcha. Wow, I love that. (laughs) Mm.
1: But I I would anticipate, uh, uh, looking at all of this together, I really think that there is some sort of a major move that's going to be part of this, that it's not Mm -hmm. just about being in a new job that involves travel. Then your job may involve travel as well, but it'll also be because you've moved someplace for the job.
2: (laughs) Right, gotcha, makes sense. Okay, all right, this is awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for getting in there. Go back and listen to the archives. This is amazing. I think just hearing the, the the general overview of the next year with that Neptune square Saturn aspect as mm-hmm. well um, mm-hmm. is, is going to be important just because the very first card that came up for you was about letting go and moving on from things, which is a big theme of that astrological mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. of the next year. So.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, this is wonderful.
1: Great. Well, yeah. thank you very much.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to go and listen to the archive.
1: All right. Enjoy the day and have a nice holiday.
2: Yes, to see you as well.
1: All right. Bye-bye. And enjoy segment. So that's going to bring us to the conclusion of our show. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in uh, this month. I encourage you. There's a couple of newer shows that have started here, Um, one of them coming up on Thursday called it's so new that I don't remember what the name of it is. <laughs> How sad is that um, but i I would encourage you to check out all of the different shows here. A couple of the new shows, uh, I'm going to look really quick here just so I can remember. Uh, uh, Yes, so coming up on Thursday is something called Walk the Talk to Health and Well-Being. And this is a show with Dr. Glenna Calder, who is a naturopath, I think, uh, in Canada. Uh, But she will be offering uh, and co-hosting with Mildred Lynn McDonald, who's another host uh, here. Um, But that show will really be focusing on various uh, health issues and health aspects uh, and things, and and really looks at a lot more natural um, ways of supporting and treating health issues and that kind of thing. Uh, another new show is Two Owls Having a Hoot with Mildred Lynn McDonald and Madonna McGuinness. And that is a, a very lively and engaging show. They explore all sorts of topics and just. Ruminate on and explore what those are, and and all of them have to do with um, the mind body spirit connection. Uh, so I would encourage you to to check those out, and also um, the other shows uh, here: my uh, Revolution with High Sea, the Amethyst Oracle, Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn, Evolve with Robin White Turtle Lisney, Convergence with John Caracella. So you know we have a, a plethora of different shows, different perspectives, different topics, different guests and things for you to explore and enjoy. You can find those all here on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com slash Firefly Willows Live. You can also find them on iTunes. Just do a quick search for Firefly Willows or for one of the show names, it'll pop right up. Thank you so much for listening, and I will look forward to being here with you again very soon.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. on-air readings broadcast. If you would like to receive a personal reading from one of our hosts, you may contact them by visiting fireflywillows.com slash live slash hosts. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Carosella. Please join us.